0: November 3rd. Tensions rising. Who's going to come out as the winner of the 2020 election? Who's going to lead America out of recession and a better tomorrow? Welcome to The Novus Economist. I'm your host Arnav Mehta and today we'll be talking about the 2020 election and is it Trump or Biden who can lead America out of recession and lead them to further economic growth? Many people seem to ask me this question. Did Trump create Or inherit the strong economy of USA? Trump claims credit for the strong economy, saying that he inherited a disaster from President Barack Obama and said that he accomplished an economic turnaround of historic proportions. However, the truth is that by the time that he became president, the economy had largely recovered from the Great Recession of 2007 and 2009 and was nearing full strength. Here is why Trump inherited a strong economy that he just made stronger. Under President Obama, unemployment fell from a recession peak from 2008 of 10% to only 4.7%, and Trump was able to gather that momentum and brought it down to 3.5% as of 2019 before the pandemic. By the end of Obama's period as president, in the last 35 months of his administration, Non-farm growth averaged 227,000 jobs a month, while in Trump's first 35 months, the non-farm growth averaged about 36,000 jobs lesser than what Obama had accomplished. The GDP growth was relatively similar. The growth was marked at 2.6% during Trump's first 11 months in the office, and the same for the last 11 months of Obama's administration. Coming on to annual median household income. During Obama's last two years as president, the annual median household income saw a massive increase of $4,800, while during Trump's first two years in the office, it saw an increase of just one-third of what they saw with Obama. It's clear that Trump inherited a strong economy that was still trending upward, and when he entered the office, those trends just continued. The economy may have received a small boost from the 2017 tax cuts, but many economists believe that it's a sugar high and it will be short-lived. Meanwhile, the Trump trade war with China has hurt American consumers and businesses, as China accounts for several imports and exports in the USA, and it may slow down future economic growth. In short, Trump inherited a strong economy from Barack Obama. The question is whether we weaken it or not. Moving on. Let's let's discuss the current state of the USA's economy. During the first quarter of 2020, growth declined by 5%, signaling the onset of the 2020 recession. Quarter 2 was worse than expected. Decimated by the COVID-19 pandemic, the economy saw a shrink of a whopping 31.7%, while the unemployment rate is expected to average 7.6%, while in 2019, as I mentioned earlier, it averaged only 3.6%. While US is in recession, the 2020 election becomes more trickier and more complicated. Who could bring US out of recession and recover the economy? On one side, we have Trump fixating on the fact that he built the strong economy once and he can do it again. On the other side, we have Biden that argues that as vice president in 2009, he inherited the recession that started in 2007. He says that he led the recovery efforts that began the economic expansion and says that he can do it again, this time as the power of the president. Biden has attacked Trump for the way he handled the pandemic. He has released a seven-point plan of his own, which includes a nationwide mask mandate, more testing, ramping up personal protective equipment productions establishing a renewable fund for state and local governments, investing $25 billion in vaccine manufacturing distribution plan and fixing the country's relationship with the World Health Organization. Along with this, Biden has also called for the next government stimulus to be more than $2 trillion, which includes more aid for states and comes with a higher degree of regulation, which he claims doesn't exist as of now. Trump has signed four bills, such as the CARES Act, which are designed to offer relief to the American economy by providing major loans to small businesses and loans to corporate America and increase money given to families making under $75,000 annually. Moving on, coming to taxes. Trump wants to extend the 2017 tax overhaul for individuals, while Biden wants to roll back tax cuts, apply payroll tax to those making over $400,000 so let's talk about the pros and cons for each plan starting with trump coming out of recession an economy would need a boost and by having lower tax rates will help increasing the purchasing power of the people which can help increase the aggregate demand providing the boost that the economy needs so yes tax cuts help in rebounding the economy by putting more money into circulation but it's important to remember that tax cuts generally help providing short-term solutions but can depress the economy in the long term if they lead to an increase in federal debt. And as Trump plans on extending the tax cuts and jobs act till 2030, according to the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, the act can cost them about $1.5 trillion. So in conclusion, Trump's plan with the taxes can help in would play a major role in helping them rebound from recession, but on the contrary, An increase in the taxes could cost the government a lot of money which would result badly if there is an increase in federal debt. Coming on to Biden, the vice president plans on raising the top income tax rate back to 39.6% from 37% and decides to increase the top corporate tax by 7%. If elected, he will apply social security taxes to those earning over $400,000 tax capital gains and dividends at ordinary rates for those with annual incomes of more than 1 million dollars and impose 15% minimum tax on book income of large companies the tax rate on profits earned by foreign subsidiaries of us firms will be doubled to 21% biden's plan work for the long term in fact according to the tax policy center Biden's tax proposals will increase revenue by $4 trillion between 2021 and 2030. It estimated that 93% of the tax increases would be borne by taxpayers by the top 20% of the households by income, and the top 1% of the households would pay the three quarters of the tax hike. But at the same time, it's important to consider the fact that U.S. is coming out of a recession, and in order to rebound, you need to boost the economy. And although you might say, oh yeah, Biden is just charging higher taxes with those people making a lot of money, and it can be self-sufficient after the increase. Even though that's a valid point, it's important to consider the fact that these corporations and these people making over $400,000 play a huge role in the aggregate demand of the economy, and the increase in taxes for these people and the large corporations might not generate as much of an impact on the economy as the demand might be inelastic to this change. MAKING BIDEN'S PLAN EFFECTIVE In my opinion, when it comes to taxes, I believe Biden is right. Because I don't see someone like Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or even corporations like Tesla or Google decrease the amount of money they spend because of an increase in taxes. So I believe Biden's way is appropriate and safe as well for the long term. And as he isn't changing taxes for people making under $400,000, I believe that the U.S. economy can rebound and at the same time generate more revenues for the government in line with the estimates of the tax policy center. Moving on to trade. Trade has always played a vital role in the U.S.'s economic growth so it plays a major factor in the 2020 elections as well. Trump's America first ideology would still remain prevalent and the trade war with China has been the centerpiece of Trump's trade policies during his first term as president. U.S. has a relatively high monthly international trade deficit of close to $40 billion since February of 2020. Most experts advise that Trump shouldn't be angering Beijing at this stage while U.S.'s healthcare system almost lives and dies with its relationship with Beijing, and as China accounts for 48% of personal protective equipment imports in the U.S. So messing with Beijing doesn't look like the go-to option for now. Biden, on the other hand, plans to help America's global position by first investing at home in innovation and middle classes first. He promises to do this before entering any new trade agreements and also believes the best way to confront China on an intellectual way and technology way is by forming a coalition with allies and partners not and not through unilateral tariffs. And lastly, jobs. The U.S. economy created 6.6 million jobs during the first three years of Trump's administration, which is obviously good, but not exactly impressive looking at the data, as I mentioned earlier, about the non-farm growth jobs. The entrance of the pandemic has called millions of jobs to be erased. Trump's idea for spur job creation involves a $2 trillion infrastructure bill. He has also passed on the idea that the government buys four to five years of plane tickets to help in the industry with cash. He had also stopped the issuance of new green cards back in May and June in order to protect American workers during this time. And he's asked his administration to review guest worker programs. Biden aims to create millions of middle class jobs through his infrastructure plan, which involves building renewable energy infrastructure, anchor institutes and climate industries. It includes increasing funding for such programs as the New Markets Tax Credit, the Community Development Financial Institutions, and the Economic Development Administration, an agency within the U.S. Department of Commerce. Biden also aims for increasing the minimum wage to $15 and wants to involve labor leaders in the new trade deal negotiations. He also wants to reform the temporary visa programs to make sure the government is not disincentivizing recruiting workers from the US. Plus, he plans to increase employment-based green cards from 140,000 each year. In my opinion, Biden has a clear plan and it's not only considered the short-term effects of the virus, but has kept in mind the long-term effects, and he's tried to find the balance in between the two in order to come up with the optimum solution. On the other hand, Trump hasn't made his plans as clear or as open to the public. Although it was his first time as president as well, handling a pandemic, which was uncharted territory for him, his performance was not up to the mark. Also, as I discussed in the beginning of the podcast, Trump hasn't made an economic turnaround, but just inherited an economy, and by stats I mentioned earlier, he didn't do better than Obama either. What do you think? Can Trump revive the economy, or Biden? Who's going to go to the White House on November 3rd? That's it for today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you again in the next podcast. Until then, bye.